you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. I'm really excited for this episode. It's going to be just like a chill little catch up with me. We're going to do a Q&A at the end. You guys had a lot of good questions for me, which I'm excited to do. Just like I love incorporating a little Q&A life update every so often on the podcast. I'm also going to talk today about how to boost your mood when you might be feeling off. I feel like I have been really trying to focus on doing things that just make me feel really good, like I have energy and just feel motivated and good. And I've been kind of focusing on that the past couple of weeks. And about two weeks ago, I made an episode about when you're feeling unmotivated and burnt out and like tips for that. And so I've kind of been, like I said, focusing on just how to boost my mood and how to feel good in these like cold winter months when it gets dark really early. It still has been affecting me a lot as I'm sure it has been a lot of us. And of course, you know, it's still COVID times. It's still 2020. So I think we can all use anything truly to boost our moods a little bit. I'm recording this at the end of the weekend and it's been such a good week. It's such a good weekend. I feel like I haven't recorded in a while. It feels like a while since last time I talked to you guys, Um, but I've had a really good week. It was Thanksgiving. Um, and I wasn't really expecting to do anything, but I actually did get invited like last minute to my best friend Dev's kind of like small family gathering, which was so sweet. It made me so happy that she included me because she knows that I don't have any family here in Boise. I did get to have like an early Thanksgiving with my family back in September when we all saw each other in Montana. That's kind of like our yearly trip that we celebrate an early Thanksgiving and me and my sister made like a feast. So it was kind of like we had our Thanksgiving back then. Um, but yeah, I still got to do something on actual Thanksgiving day, which was really nice. Cause other than that, I probably would have just been like alone at home with Squirtle, which I, I was prepared. I was like, I'm going to watch Christmas movies. I'm just going to like vibe out. But, um, I did end up having a really cute, small little Thanksgiving here in Boise. And then this weekend I've been focusing on decorating my house for Christmas, obviously. (laughs) Um, and then as of Tuesday, Vlogmas is starting, so I am pumped. (laughs) Get ready for that. If you guys happen to not follow me on YouTube, I am vlogging every single day from December 1st until the 25th, and I'm actually doing it a little bit different this year. I'm going to vlog every day like I normally do, but I'm going to post every other day so that my vlogs are a little bit longer. So I haven't announced that on YouTube yet. I'm going to announce that in like the first day of Vlogmas, but I think it's year like nine. I believe I started in 2012. I might've started in 2013. It was either 2012 or 2013. So this is year like eight or something like that for me, um, which is pretty wild, but it's one of my oldest YouTube traditions that, I mean, it would just be weird if it didn't happen. I know at some point Vlogmas is going to fade out, like maybe in the next few years, but still going strong. So check that out on my YouTube channel, which is always linked in the show notes of the episodes. If you guys want to check out the vlogs that will be posted starting on December 2nd every other day, baby. So check my channel on the even days of the month in December and you will have a new vlog. Let's do our reviewer of the week really quick. It's short and sweet. And um, I actually don't know your name. Your username was I-L-Y-T-A-O-R. So your name really could be anything. It looks like it starts with a T, but (laughs) I'm not positive, but you're the reviewer of the week and your review says, I love listening to this podcast and how you include your bops and flops of the week. 
I think it's great to reflect over the week, and it's something that I have been doing more since listening to this. I listen to this in the morning at the beginning of my work shift, and it helps me to get work done and stay positive. Always loved you and your videos slash podcasts. So thank you so much, unknown name. (laughs) Um, You are the reviewer of the week, and you guys know the drill if you're interested in being next week's reviewer of the week and getting shouted out. Speaking of bops and flops of the week and how you enjoy them, let's go ahead and get into my bops and flops of the past week. Okay, starting off with flops, I really could only think of one from the past week, which is pretty good. I mean, obviously there's little things, right? But as for my main flop of the past week, I would say um, letting overthinking take over my brain, which I know this has been a flop for me before. I've talked about this before, but I'm a huge like overthinker and worrier. I straight up can like spin into a spiral of overthinking and I do it a lot. And I like have to catch myself and be like, Lindsay, come back down to reality. Like that's not happening. You're making up these scenarios in your head. Like you're going with the worst case scenario. And so it's hard for me to not do that. (laughs) Um, I really have to like catch myself, like I said, but I would say like I've been doing a little bit of that the past week and I know that it's completely irrational and just not going to get me anywhere. Like there's no benefits to worrying and overthinking about things, but it is one of my um, traits that I have. So that's my only flop of the past week, but you know, something that you live with if you are a fellow overthinker out there. I know that a lot of us are, so I'm not alone in this. Um, And then as for my bops of the week, I actually have a lot because I've had a lovely past week. So my first one is that I decorated my house for Christmas and I've been getting so in the spirit. I've been making like hot chocolate. I've been listening to Christmas music. I've been like playing YouTube videos that are like Christmas music. And it's like a little fireplace, a little coffee shop set up. Like guys, if you just search on YouTube, like Christmas music, um, like anything like Christmas music, fireplace, Christmas music, coffee shop, Christmas music, cozy. You can find these like, or even not for Christmas, you know, you can find all those like lo-fi stations and stuff on YouTube that are just like hours of chill music. And it's really nice for me to play that sometimes just in the background when I'm like working or doing dishes or like doing laundry or something like that. And yes, like I said, I decorated, it took me multiple days. Like I thought I was going to be able to do it all in one day. And then it just totally didn't work out. And I did it over like I think I decorated over like three days or something like that. I'm so happy. I finally put like stuff outside my house for the first time. I never really do much outside. I always kind of just limit it to like inside, mostly in my living room. And so I did the inside stuff. And then I also added some really cute stuff outside, which you guys will see. I'm going to do in my first day of Vlogmas, I'm going to do like a holiday home tour of what I've done, but I hung up lights on both of my balconies outside, which I've never done that before. And everything's just so lit up and cute. And I just, I'm really happy. So that really was like one of the highlights of my week, just spending alone time, just like getting my place cozy and cute. Earlier this week, I went to Michael's and Home Goods. I vlogged that for my Patreon. I did like a secret vlog. I showed like everything I got, like Christmas shopping and a haul of all the decor I got. And then I showed like some decorating and putting things together as well as some other things that I was doing this week. So if you are a patron, you probably saw that. But yeah, I do secret vlogs over on the Patreon about every month. 
All right. My next bop is my health and just overall my life. I know that that's like a general bop that I talk about a lot, but I really am grateful for my health right now. Um, in this year, especially, and that is something that it's so easy to take for granted. Just feeling good. It is something to be grateful for. So I'm grateful for that this week amongst other weeks and, um, just overall my life, you know, my life here in Boise. And I just had such a cute Thanksgiving and I've just, you guys know, I've just been enjoying my time so much with my friends and I'm excited for, the winter here, which is something I never thought that I would say. And just the holiday season in general, you guys know me, I'm a big Christmas girl. So I'm really happy that it is one day away from being December. And my next bop is my product or purchase bop of the week, which is a little bit random, but it is Chobani oat milk. Okay, like people have been telling me to try the Chobani oat milk as an oat milk stan that I am for so long now. And this is the thing, like I couldn't find it at my typical grocery store. Like I usually shop at Winco as well as Trader Joe's and they don't have it obviously at Trader Joe's because they don't have like other brand stuff there. And then they don't have it currently at my Winco. Hopefully they'll be getting it soon. So I basically have to go to like another grocery store to find it, um, but it's so worth it. Since I tried it, my life has been changed and it is delicious. If you guys like oat milk or you drink almond milk or anything, definitely give the Chobani one a try. You should be able to find it at like a Kroger or like a Ralph's or a Safeway, probably like those types of stores that are kind of like everywhere, but they're just called something different everywhere. Uh, give it a try. It's honestly incredible. And I stopped drinking Oatly because they basically were linked to like a bunch of deforestation and like really unsustainable practices. That was really unfortunate because Oatly, you know, was a really like cool brand and it was one of like the it kind of made oat milk pop off I'm going on like a rant now about oat milk but I actually think this one is just as good um so check out the Chobani oat milk uh that is my product bop of the week and my last bop of the week is a little bit of a personal one but I decided to take a week off of drinking and to a lot of people that might not seem like anything major but um to be honest, since the beginning of quarantine, I know that I'm not the only one that started like drinking more. Like I basically just started drinking a glass of wine or two pretty much every night that I was home just during quarantine, you know what I mean? And I had never really been a person that drank wine like every single night. I was more a few times a week, like maybe every other night, but I got into the habit of pretty much drinking like most nights. Like it did make me take a step back and be like, Lindsay, you know, why are you drinking wine every single night? Like it's more for me. I think I've come to terms with that. A lot of it was just like the habit for me of, it was part of my nightly routine, like after dinner or like with dinner going in and just like pouring myself a glass of wine and then having like maybe one or two glasses after dinner. So I kind of started reevaluating things and, um, after like a little Friendsgiving I had with my girlfriends last weekend where we drank a lot because we were over at like a cabin weekend, um, a little Airbnb that I got for us, 
After that, heavily drinking that weekend, I was like, girl, it's the perfect time to take like some time off. So I basically took this whole week off of drinking. Today is my week, one week. (laughs) Um, And then I'm going to take tomorrow off too. And then after that, um, my wine advent calendar (laughs) does start on December 1st. But that doesn't mean that I need to drink every single day just because I'm opening my advent calendar for Vlogmas. So um, I definitely feel like this was a very good thing for me to do because I kind of thought about doing it like the whole summer. I was like, I should take a week off of drinking. Like I should just see like how it goes and see like how I feel. And I could talk about this more, you know, a week, like I said, it's not anything crazy. I do think that like, if I took a week, I know that I could take another week. And if I did two weeks, I feel like I could take a month off. So definitely like after the holidays and after new year's and stuff, like I might do like a whole dry month, which is something that I've never literally done in my adult life. Like I've never taken like a month off of drinking. And, um, I think that it would probably be really beneficial for my health, (laughs) um, as well. That's another thing that I've been like, I know I can contribute drinking more to also gaining weight, which is like, you know, also not a good thing for my health. So I'm going off on kind of a rant, but I just wanted to say that it actually really was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. I just have become more conscious of my alcohol consumption, like since quarantine, truly like that has made me put it into perspective a lot. Everybody has a different relationship with, you know, either alcohol or weed or anything that you might use as like a vice. I'll leave it there. Week without drinking. That is a life bop and I am proud of myself. So, um, let's move on to the episode. I've been talking for a while now. All right, guys. So let's get into it. I wanted to talk about some of my favorite instant ways to boost my mood. You know, if you're having an off day or you're just feeling lazy, you're just feeling unproductive. I know that I have a lot of those days, um, or I just wake up and I'm not feeling super excited to like start being productive and start my day. But then once I am up and I kind of get going and I get in a good mood, listen to some music, whatever it is, um, usually I feel so much better. So that's kind of why I wanted to share these today. Um, and just know you guys that it's such a weird time for all of us and that you are not alone. Whatever you're going through, depression, anxiety, mood changes. I've been going through a lot of mood changes. I've been on and off of my birth control like this whole year. (laughs) And, um, I'll talk about that maybe in a future episode, but, um, that comes with a lot of mood changes and body changes. Okay. We're going off on a, a, a ramble. So let's get into it. These are some things that have been helping me feel amazing amazing and productive over these winter months when it's so easy to get down. Number one is to clean my space. Um, I know this might sound like something, the opposite of something that you want to do when you're feeling not good and lazy, but when you have that clean space it always leads to like a clearer headspace and it just almost feels like you can breathe better and breathe easier when I'm not saying your whole house has to be clean. Your whole apartment has to be clean. For me, a lot of times if I just clean my kitchen, I feel freaking 10 times better than I did before. And it's just not having to look at the mess and the clutter. I know when my place is a disaster, it just makes me want to like not look at it and just lie on my couch and just be like, oh my God, I'm just, everything's like such a mess. I'm so stressed out. Just cleaning even like the common area where you're going to be hanging out, whatever it is, the kitchen, the living room, your room, 
I swear it will make you feel so much better when it's done. You'll already feel productive and it'll probably make you want to do more things after it's clean because you're like, damn, I just like made my bed. I got shit looking good. Like what can I do next? So that's my first one is to clean my space. My next instant mood booster is to have a good talk with a friend or a family member. I really like to talk to my sister. Me and my sister pretty much FaceTime like at least once a week or we talk on the phone um, every few days. I talk to my mom a lot. Um, it's always great when I can catch up with my friends that I don't get to see very often. And this week I got to have a really good talk and hang out with one of my good friends, Marissa, that I haven't seen in a while. And it was just so good to talk to her. And I find that like something like that can be so fulfilling and you almost might not even realize that you're needing it, right? Like in this time of being separated from a lot of people that we love and not getting to see people as easily or as often, um, especially during the holidays, I think it's so important to connect and have that like one-on-one -on -one time with someone, even if it's not in person, you know, even if it's calling or FaceTiming someone. My next instant mood booster is something I'm doing right now, and that is cuddle up under a blanket with a warm coffee or maybe a hot chocolate or some tea and light some candles. Like if you've got your Christmas tree going, put your Christmas tree on, you know, watch some Netflix, watch some YouTube, or maybe just read a book. I know, um, I could be better at that. Some people are really into reading, journaling, whatever it is, but that's it. Basically, that's the tip. But cuddle up under a warm blanket with a warm drink, light a candle. You will instantly be feeling better. I mean, I pretty much guarantee it. And just the importance too of like slowing down because when you are moving so fast, it's in doing, you know, one thing to another thing, it's hard to take that time, even, you know, 10 minutes drinking a drinking a tea or a coffee to slow down and just like pet your dog, pet your cat. If you don't have a pet, you know, um, pet the blanket that you're cuddling with. All right. My next instant mood booster. This has been one that I've really been noticing helping my mood since it got cold and winter. I mean, it's not winter yet, but you know what I mean? Like it feels like winter where I live, it's freezing. Um, since it got like cold and since it got dark earlier, what has really benefited my mood the most you guys and given me the most energy for my days is starting my day by working out. I think that if you are the type of person that does feel the benefits after you work out, whether it's doing a home workout, whether it's going to a class, I've been really into classes. You guys know I joined Orange Theory and I've been having, I just have been so fucking like in the best headspace and energetic when I'm done with a workout, not only at Orange Theory, but I've been taking classes and I was just in like a rut. I feel like with home workouts for a while and you know, when you're not leaving your house and you're just doing kind of the same things like it doesn't feel as good I wasn't I really don't feel like I was getting as much benefits and feeling as good afterwards and I have truly been feeling so amazing for like the whole day if I start my day with a workout so I've been trying to do like not super early in the morning if you're a morning person I mean get it in usually I am the type of person that works out like late afternoon or even sometimes in the evening at the end of the day but I have found that my mood is so much more like energetic and productive for the day if I do my workout at like 11:30 a.m and then I'm done and then I have the rest of the day and I just already feel productive 
positive. I already feel like, oh, I accomplished something and I really do have so much more energy. Of course, you know, I know every it's personal what everyone's relationship is with fitness and everything. Um, but I'm in a phase where it has really been helping my mood and I have become so much like happier since um, I was feeling really like unmotivated and not like I was feeling really stressed out and not good like a couple weeks ago. And then just from like working out the past couple weeks more regularly, I have really noticed in myself just such, I'm so happy and I'm so like giggly and I've just been in a really great mood lately. You can't beat that y'all. It's priceless. Next mood booster is one of my personal favorites. I do it multiple times a day, every single day since I have a dog. And that is to take a walk and listen to some music or like a podcast. Um, get some fresh air even if it's cold where you live it's pretty cold where I live but even just getting out and for 10 minutes or 15 minutes or I don't do really long walks in the winter like I said I hate the cold so I'll just go out there for like 10 minutes with my dog but I'll put on some music and it's just once again it's like some time to just step away from what you're doing that day and just slow down and have just a little minute to yourself all right, my next mood booster, I have two more, and this one is a personal one for me. This might not be something that improves everybody's mood, but I find that finding a new recipe and just cooking for myself and like really getting in my kitchen and like making myself a whole, like wholesome meal. <laughs> um, I love cooking. It's very therapeutic for me, especially when I like find a new recipe and I'm excited to like get all the ingredients and make something really good for myself. I love just like blasting my records when I cook, like I get in the zone, you guys, like I blast my records and I sing to myself. Um, usually I pour a glass of wine sometimes when I'm cooking or towards the end. And that always, you know, is great. That can make cooking more fun. Um, just, you know, like get the vibes going truly. I've been all about that lately, just getting like the energy flowing and doing those little things like put on a good record, put on some Christmas music and, you know, cook for yourself. Once again, I know not everyone's into cooking, but I always feel I just so in the zone and it's just once again, like time for myself to focus on something and then you can have like leftovers for the week. It's just, it's great. All right. And my last instant mood booster, which everybody can do, everybody has time to do this. And that is remind myself what I'm grateful for and everything that I have to be proud of. I mean, it's a simple one, but most people don't do it nearly enough. Quick little gratitude list, three things you're grateful for, five things you're grateful for. Like I like to do this when I'm going to bed and it's almost like reminds me of when I was little and I would pray with my dad. Um, I just kind of like talk to the universe for a quick second and I'll just be like, what's up? <laughs> it's me, not out loud, but in my head. <laughs> I'll be like, thank you so much for this. Thank you so much for this blessing. Thank you so much for whatever I have going on in my life that I'm grateful for. And it's powerful. It's powerful to do it in your head. It's powerful to write it down. It's powerful to even say it out loud. Who cares? I talk to myself all the time. I guess I'm talking to myself right now. Like <laughs> I'm talking to my microphone, but who cares guys? Like let's, you know, speak things into existence. And this one was a quick little side, side thought. It's not really a whole tip in itself, but just reminding yourself that not every day has to be like the most productive, great mood, 
high energy day. Like it is so fine to have days where you do nothing, days where, you know, you're just not feeling good. Like that is so normal and it allows you to appreciate the days that are really good. So that's kind of where I'll leave that last instant mood booster. So those are them guys. I will do what I did in the episode two weeks ago with my tips and I will go ahead and list them out written in the show notes of the episode in case anyone wants to return to these at a later date, in case you want to screenshot it, put it into your notes on your phone, your notes app on your phone, whatever. If not, no pressure, but I'm going to list them out. And now let's get into the end of the episode where I'm going to answer some of you guys' questions that you submitted on Instagram. Just like a little life update, dating update. You guys were really asking a lot of questions about dating um, and other things too. You guys had good questions, so I want to answer. I'm not going to go crazy answering a ton. I think I'm going to answer like five or six or something like that to end off this episode. So let's go ahead and do it. All right, guys, question number one is, are you and Colin close? I know you're obviously close with Meg, but we don't hear about your brother a lot. This is a good question. My brother's name is Colin. He's definitely not, you know, in my content quite as much as my sister, Megan. Megan and I, I will definitely say Megan and I are closer. We talk more. We have more in common. Um, But I wouldn't say that Colin and I aren't close. It's more of the type of thing where like, Colin and I, whenever we see each other, we have a great time. Like we make each other laugh. We always have pretty much gotten along. We haven't been, you know, like I said, as close as me and Megan. Megan and I just have so much in common. Like we both have the exact same job. So we're always asking each other questions about like YouTube stuff. And Megan and I just have like, you know, we have a lot in common. We've always had a lot in common. I don't have quite as much in common with my brother. Not that we like don't have things in common, but we do get along. I always have the best time when I see him. He's just kind of like a busy guy. He's kind of hard to see. He's always like working and, um, you know, so I really only get to see my brother usually about once a year, maybe twice a year. And I, I can see Megan a little bit more than that. She, me and Megan have more free schedules because we work from home. So it's easier to see her. Of course, you guys see a lot more of Megan because Megan and I both have like prominent online presences and we post our lives on the internet. My brother doesn't do that. So he's a little bit more private. Like he didn't even have an Instagram for so many years. It was weird. He didn't even get an Instagram until I think like two or three years ago, which if you think about it, that's like really late to the game. Um, But I love my brother. It's always such a treat when I get to see him. Next question is, are you getting another doggy soon? So I wanted to give an update on this um, because I've been going back and forth with, I have wanted another dog to adopt a second dog for at least two years now. Um, I have had the want, but it's more that in my head, like I go back and forth with, I genuinely do not think that Squirtle would be happier. There's that chance that like, maybe he would end up happier with another dog here, but everyone I've talked to that knows my dog and me knowing my dog the best, um, he is such like... (laughs) a only dog dog. He is so obsessed with being the center of my attention, cuddling next to me every second of the day. And whenever I am around other dogs and squirtles there, he's very jealous and he comes up and he really wants to be the center of attention. And I honestly just don't know if his, if he would like it. Like I, I, of course there's that like chance that, you know, maybe his life will be better and he will love the dog so much because of the companion aspect. But I've thought about it and I've talked to a lot of people 
people about it. And I think that I just, he needs to be an only dog, uh, at least, you know, during this time. I do really want to get another dog, but I think that there is time for me to do that at later points in my life. And it's not necessarily something I need to rush to do. So that's kind of an update on my second dog. I wish the answer was yes, but I really have to think about the dog that I do have and um, if it would benefit his life. And I, I think he's happier being the center of my attention like all the time. Uh, maybe he could move over to a different role, you know, <laughs> at some point later on in his life. But that's the answer for now. And I do kind of go back and forth on this a lot. Like if I met a dog and it was like, it worked out that Squirtle met the dog and really liked the dog and they were like best friends. I think it would so work out, but so I'm going to wait it out for now. And it's not completely a closed chapter, but it's not something that I am looking to do, um, in the near future. So that's an update on that. Next question. Where's the first place you'll go after COVID isn't a thing anymore. No one will be surprised by this. I will go to a live music event, <laughs> um, hopefully a festival or at least a concert whenever, you know, things are really happening again where I live. I know that a lot of shows, at least in like the Southeast and other bigger cities, there's like um, distanced like car shows where you go and it's like, it's like a drive-in and you get like your own amount of space for each car and it's kind of like sectioned off. So I would definitely be open to going to something like that um, and wearing my mask, but nothing is going to be the feeling of whenever um, festivals return to pretty much normal, which who knows when it'll be, but I will definitely be going to a concert or some type of a live music event. All right. I got so many questions about my man. <laughs> so this one just says man update. And you guys were asking a lot. So, um, man update. <laughs> I guess I haven't announced, I haven't said this on the podcast or on YouTube, but I do have a boyfriend now. So that's my man update. Um, I'm still being pretty private and quiet about things for now. I haven't shared his name publicly um and I haven't shown him anywhere publicly or tagged him in anything it's still the beginning of our relationship we've only been dating for about a month and a half we started dating uh, back in October and I knew him for a little bit before that but yeah we started dating back in October and it's going so well and it's in that stage where I really want to keep it to myself for now and I'm not like trying to be super secretive about it. It's more just that it's in that like really precious like beginning stage where it's my little, you know, it's my little thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I don't have a problem sharing my relationships online. I've shared both of my past relationships publicly and I will be doing that again, um, I think. But for now, that's my man update. And will he be in Vlogmas? Um, if he wants to be, we'll see. We haven't really talked about it. I've never filmed around him. He's never been around me when I'm, when I've filmed. And so if he wants to be in the background of some videos or he wants to say hi, like he will, but we haven't really had that conversation yet. That is my man update. It is going really well. And thank you so much for asking. Next question is, are you going home for the holidays this year? I am planning on it. I haven't booked my flight, but I am 
gonna plan to go home probably for a week, maybe like five or six days um, around Christmas. So that is the plan. It'll be a little different this year because I guess Megan hasn't shared this, but I don't think she would care because she'll be sharing it at some point. Megan's not going to come home for Christmas this year um, because she's doing like a big road trip and going to go spend Christmas with Finley's family in Virginia. So I did get to see Megan um, in Montana, and then I just saw her like a couple weeks ago. So I'm glad, or like three weeks ago for Halloween, I went to visit Oregon. So I've gotten to see Megan, which is great. Um, so it'll just be me and my parents. Um, my brother doesn't go home for Christmas. I mean, I'm mostly just excited to like just be in my house for Christmas because that's like my place. Like I can't imagine honestly being here for Christmas. I think if my parents came to visit here, it would be more, I would be okay with it. But I just love being in my parents' house on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Like it's just so one of my like traditions, but yeah, I'm still excited. So that's the answer to that. The next question is dating apps advice. Actually, I saw a couple of people asked for dating app opinions and advice. Um, my, my opinion changes you guys like every few months. I'm going to be completely honest. Like back at beginning of quarantine, when I first downloaded Hinge for the first time ever, like after being in a relationship and then my breakup and then getting back on dating apps at some point, um, I was having fun with Hinge for a while. I went on probably like five first dates with guys from Hinge. And I did have a few lead to second dates, third dates, fourth dates. Um, I didn't end up meeting anyone that I wanted to pursue. Not that I couldn't have, like if I had really like fully committed, gone on tons of dates, I'm sure I could have, you know, met someone and maybe someone I wanted to end up dating. My boyfriend now, we did not meet on any of the apps, which... I kind of think that's my type. Like, I'm going to be honest, all of the people that I've dated, I have never, like, I didn't meet them on an app. I met them in real life. And I think that's just overall what I would prefer. That's overall my type. I love meeting people in person. I'll definitely tell the story in the future of how me and my boyfriend met because um, it's kind of a funny story but I don't feel like sharing it right now. Maybe like he can help me tell that story in a video or something one time uh, in the future, but we did not meet on the apps. That's what I'll give you now. So dating apps advice. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, make sure you're in a healthy headspace with it and don't let it get you down. Don't If you find that like your mood and like how your feeling is being, is affected by like how you're doing on dating apps, I say delete it for its period of time. I'm going to be honest. Like I got into a period of hinge over the summer where I was just like swiping so much. I would spend like an hour or an hour and a half just swiping. And I really wouldn't even match with that many of the people. I was just swiping, swiping for so long. And you could get into that swiping game on any of the apps, you know, on Tinder, on Bumble, on hinge. And I think that <laughs> you get what you put into it, right? So if you want to 
use dating apps to actually go on dates and meet people, then that's what you need to actually commit to doing. And I'm telling you guys, I was so nervous for my first dating app date after like three, four years, something like that. But it was great. It was so fun. I think I did like a picnic in the park type thing. This was back in like the spring um, for one of my first dating app dates. My biggest advice is probably if you meet someone that you're vibing with, take it immediately off of the app, get each other's numbers. Don't be afraid to like, you, it's not like you have to be like, can I get your number? Like you can say something like if you match with someone and you're feeling the energy and you're like, Oh my God, this is someone that I like really could be interested in. Like I would maybe want to meet up with this person. You got to immediately get off the app. That's like the biggest thing and be like, Hey, like text me, blah, blah, blah. And then just like give them your number. And then th- that's up to them to like make the move and text you. And then I feel like immediately just getting it off of the dating app and getting that person put into like a contact in your phone. It just helps them feel more real instantly. And it helps it to be like, you're not lost in the dating app pool of messages on their phone. And it feels like that person's not even real. So that's probably my biggest, like first tip of advice, get it off the app and get to texting each other. And then I would say like, once again, keep that momentum going. If this is someone that you're vibing with and you want to meet up with them in person, make a plan to meet up and just like make that date, you know? Cause if you, if you really are using dating apps to act actually want to try and find a relationship and date someone, you have to take these steps or you're, you're not going to accomplish anything. Like so many people I found that guys typically use dating apps a lot just for like a little mood boost. And a lot of guys I've talked to have never even met up with someone that they've matched with on an app. Um, I think girls are a little bit more, you know, sometimes there's people that never meet up with anyone, but I find that girls use them a little bit more seriously sometimes. And we want to hopefully like meet someone. If you're into this person and you want to meet up with them and find out if you have a connection, like the only way to really do that is to stand out and be like, Hey, like get in their phone, get in their number, make a plan with them, like be bold. I would say with dating apps, like you know that people are on there because they want to date someone and because they're single. So it's not really like that crazy of an idea to be like, Hey, do you want to meet up? Like what's your schedule like this week? Do you want to go and do something, you know? So get it off the app and get onto a date with this person. I'd say that's my overall biggest tips. And other than that, if you find yourself, you're just doing the swiping thing and it's not something that you're like committed to right now. And you're just wasting time. Just delete the app. I think I deleted the hinge app in like August and my life has (laughs) severely improved. I have more time (laughs) for things. I was just getting disappointed. Like I was just having guys do weird shit. Like guys would be like, before we ever met up for the first time, they'd be like, what's your Instagram? And you guys know, like, I don't have a normal Instagram. Like I'm not trying to sit here and be like, I'm so cool, but I do have more followers than the average person. I have a verified Instagram account and I'm not gonna just give that to some guy that I matched with on Hinge before we before he ever meets me. That is going to give that person such a preconceived idea of me. They're gonna, in their head, create this like person that I am. Oh my gosh, this girl has all these followers. Why does this girl have all these followers? It's just like... No. So I had multiple guys like ask me that and I would just say something like, I just don't give out my Instagram like before I meet someone in person. And I had like two guys in a row like ghost me and stop talking to me because I wouldn't give them my Instagram before we met up and just like weird stuff. Like I wasn't, I was not feeling fulfilled and I was feeling like more annoyed about like the guys I was texting from Hinge. So I was playing that like little dating app like games where you're letting like these people 
influence your mood and you don't even really know this person. So I decided I needed to delete and I'm going to be completely honest. Um, my life has improved significantly. I met my boyfriend probably a week or two after I deleted Hinge. Now that was just coincidence, complete coincidence. I didn't know that we were going to date whenever we met. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to say like, I know it's hard right now. I'm not saying you need to delete dating apps. I know that it's hard to meet people in public right now. I know that. Um, so stay on the apps if you're committed and you're feeling it, but feel free to uh, delete for like a week, come back to it if you're really just wasting your life away swiping and swiping and you're not really like feeling fulfilled. Okay. That was really long advice to the question. So I hope that helped someone out there. We'll answer a few more questions. I'm going to try to do them a little bit like rapid fire. So this one is, are you still thinking of moving or staying in Boise? So I did update on this in a YouTube video like a month or two ago, but I am not planning on moving anytime soon and I'm planning on staying. So that's an update. I love living in Boise and I don't really even know why I wanted to move so bad. <laughs> to be completely honest, um, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. I don't think that I'm going to live here forever, but I do plan to stay here for um, the time being. So no moving plans in the near future and I will definitely keep y'all updated, but she's a happy Idaho potato. What's it like slash advice on getting into your first relationship after heartbreak? Well, I think that it was really important for me to take a lot of time. Um, it was almost a year for me. It was like 11 months, pretty much exactly between my breakup and whenever I got into my next relationship. So I feel like I really needed to take time to not want to be in a relationship and want to be single and also just to be by myself. So I took the first like four months, I think I wasn't even on any of the apps. I wasn't even really dating the first four months. I was just living fully single life. And I was just thinking about myself. Like I didn't even want to, like I said, like go on dates with people. And then after that, once quarantine hit, I kind of wanted to get back on the apps, like I said, and I wanted to start dating again. So I say, Give yourself time to just be alone and work on yourself and improve, you know, have your glow up, go off sis. Really, I think my biggest advice is be single and embrace it for a while. I think that was really helpful to me. I needed to have like, cause my relationship was decently long. I mean, it wasn't like crazy long, but it was about two and a half years, almost three years. And I needed to have, like I hadn't been single in so long, I needed that. And so that was really fun. Like I had like a full hot girl summer, single girl summer. And my advice on getting into your first relationship after, I think that I just really tried not to rush it. Like, I think I knew that me and my boyfriend were going to start dating, honestly, within like two weeks of meeting him. I think that we both like planned to kind of like take it seriously and not really like entertain the idea of anyone else from the beginning once we initially connected with that being said like I didn't want to rush the relationship like I wanted to wait until I was fully 
ready and I knew like this is what I want I'm not in that like full like lust phase where I just like need this guy to be my boyfriend just because I'm like we just met and I'm like obsessed with him you know I needed to like ride out that wave of like knowing him for a little while longer and like getting to know him more and him getting to know me more and seeing if our lives were going to work like being in a relationship. So I would say don't rush it. That's like my biggest advice. First of all, take your single time. Second of all, if you do meet someone that you want to maybe end up dating, like someone that the connection is there honestly just don't rush it like let it just be what it is for a really long time like I mean not for a really long time maybe for like a month a month and a half I didn't really know what to call him he was like my crush and I like knew that we were gonna date but he wasn't my boyfriend and that's okay like I you know we always want to label things and have like a word for everything Um, but it's okay to just be like with someone and dating someone and not rush into a relationship Other than that, my last advice would be try not to compare this person to your past and try not to let past issues from that past relationship get into this relationship. And that's something that I'm actively working on because I have a lot of scars from my past relationship and um, I find that they can creep up into this new relationship and it has literally nothing to do with the person that I'm dating now. So try not to do that. It, it, of, of course, your head and your mind is going to think what it thinks and your mind can spiral sometimes, but try not to speak it into existence like to the person that you're newly dating because that's another thing. Like You wouldn't want that person comparing you to their ex and being like, well, my ex did this, so I'm really worried that you're going to do that to me too. It's like I wouldn't want my boyfriend to do that to me because... I'm nothing like his ex. Like, I'm not his ex. And he's not my ex. It's hard to not have your brain, like, go there, especially when you have maybe trust issues or there was, like, some sort of a betrayal or whatever it was. Like, pain. There's pain and heartbreak. Try not to let those things, like, creep into your new relationship. It's easier said than done. See this relationship for what it is and take it day by day. Don't rush it. That's my overall advice. Hopefully that was helpful. And my last question for the episode is favorite truly flavor. I love this question. It is just so simple and it's just great. Um, I would say, I think it's a, eh, uh, I think it's like a tie between two. I love mango. I love mango trulies and white claws. I think that's like my favorite flavor of Eddie Seltzer. But I also really like the watermelon and kiwi truly. That's probably my second favorite. And I like pretty much all of them in the berry pack except for black cherry. Black cherry is not my favorite flavor of truly or white claw. I will drink it. Um, so we'll go with mango. <laughs> Um, okay, you guys, I've been recording for about an hour. I know it'll be like less than that when you guys listen to this, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a pretty chill one, but I hope that you enjoyed the Q and A and just kind of catching up, having a chill little night with me. So I'm going to go and start editing this so I can get it up for you guys. 
um, tomorrow, but thank you guys so much for listening as always. And if you guys want to get involved, ask questions like we did for tonight's episode and just find out when new episodes are posted and have an input on the topics. You can follow the podcast Instagram, which is always linked in the show notes and it's just unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes. And that would mean so much to me, you guys. Um, seriously, a follow on that would be the best Christmas present ever, y'all. So um, feel free to do that. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys for Vlogmas. And uh, you will hear from me again next week for another episode. Bye, you guys. <laughs>